like uncool a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet i'm elizabeth and i didn't get it before but i get it now and that is for myself because i finally understand the hype around vanderpump rules about fucking time <laughs> we are also joined by my friend and co-host mr alex morand sorry i came in so hot there but um this tagline <laughs> will cool things down because it's uh, really bad <laughs> Don't accuse my drapes of being on the floor because I raised the bar. <laughs> With more enthusiasm than Robin has ever shown for anything. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be Robin's because Robin, I think, will never raise that bar <laughs> to raise the, the drapes. But she did invite her parents to the wedding. So. Uh-huh. Well, we already know the bar is on the floor for old Robin. Oh, God. We are also joined by my lovely sister, Miss Julia Baker. I'm the queen of the three and four wick candle, the LaDama Potomac, the ambassador of Surrey, and you will never see Sharice again. I agree, Julia. That's my Karen Huger. So we do not get a new Potomac this upcoming week because it airs on Sundays. And and deciding whether or not to fire Robin. Also that. (laughs) So... (laughs) Um, we are getting Summer House next week, though, oh. instead. So next week's going to be a little funky, but I think we should close up with this episode of Potomac. What do you guys think? I would also like to say that Summer House is now also Potomac. As Very true. House. There's the crossovers are insane. That's true. Winter House really is weirdly bringing, like, every show together. Yeah, who really would have thought the sad little coronavirus rose they blossomed for us is becoming like really the pillar of bravo i hadn't thought about you know that is such a like lockdown thing of like people like getting a cabin somewhere together i hadn't yeah that is totally like the coronavirus bravo show yeah they didn't have any content for us because housewives have to go on trips because we see what happens when they don't and yeah that's what happened so thank you covid for yes thank you covid for everything (laughs) <laughs> all right i'm gonna say that we're already in the potomac segment then perfect welcome to potomac continuing uh for a little bit of potomac ashley is absolutely insane for buying a house with michael she i don't is. know why she trusts him to do the right thing he's never done the right thing before also thirteen thousand dollars for a mo- mortgage which is actually about the same mortgage that katie and tom had on their house because Schwartz said that they each paid six hundred six thousand dollars mm-hmm. a month. So like, I, these Bravo celebrities are banking on their fame to last a long time, which is truly putting a lot of like they they truly think highly of themselves on these television shows. And they think highly like, of like the world they're in. Like Ashley started dating like another Bravo person. Right, you think they branch out more. Yeah. But maybe as a way to like ensure their place within like this universe of their stardom but it's like it's not it's not a very sustainable place to be in as like a quote-unquote famous person yes especially if you watch like elizabeth does they're all on the chopping block (laughs) and what is on the chopping block parts of mia because mia was getting hacked up this season um i would like to give a shout out to potomac editors who played clown music over the cancer mia (laughs) storyline recap it was a rash (laughs) i cackled for four minutes she was so visibly disappointed 
And speaking of chopping block, they should have edited the first 30 minutes of Ashley and baby Dean at that restaurant together. (laughs) I felt like we were there for so long. Why did we see that at all? (laughs) But otherwise, Potomac's editing is always on. I mean, they're so funny. There was even more of like the ominous cherry blossoms turning to black and white shots this episode. (laughs) And all for what exactly? What was together. the foreboding about? Was it the the um, dissolution of Robin's you guys. relationship? Was it the the uh, the downfall of the Dom that we witnessed at the, the end of this episode? Like, what do you think it was really it, foreshadowing this whole time? It was the fact that the Dom was reincarnated as a flower to toast to the end of the season. Oh my God! It's a good theory. I'm gonna give them a little too much credit there, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I truly think it was like when we had their little like where they are now mm-hmm. at the end, which is the weirdest usually, one of those I've ever seen on these shows. It's usually peppy and funny, and the end of everyone has a little bum bum at the end. These were depressing. Yeah, it, and it was so like rude. it felt so forced. It was like, well, I guess Karen's gone. Uh, I think we have to wrap up now. Mm-hmm. And then it was like Mia's life is a disaster. She's lost most of her franchises and her home. Robin and Juan are a mess. There's no way they can make it. Ashley's moved Giselle? on. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. She hasn't moved on. They broke up. Um, it was depressing. It was I super think... depressing. It made me feel like Robin really pissed everyone off. <laughs> Alex, know what? Maybe we're still in the grayscale portion of the cutaways. Maybe we haven't gotten to our pink blooming flower yet. Mm. That's good. So speaking of editing, <laughs> I have a question. How did we feel about the bullshit wedding that got moved to a secondary bullshit location? Just they eye roll after everything. eye roll from me. It's all, every like step. It's like of course. And also when they earlier in the episode when she's talking to her parents, like I was willing to give them like whatever. If you don't want to invite anyone, that's fine. But her reasoning being, if we invite you two, then we have to invite everyone else in my life is the dumbest argument I've ever heard. Right. Also, her mom was almost at tears. It was so sad. So when we did get the wedding, there were like four people there, but the amount of wooing did not match the amount of people. It was the Bravo crew. Was it the Bravo crew or was it the Bravo crew in the sense that they added the woos in post? No, I think it was the Bravo crew. I also wouldn't be shocked if Giselle was holding a shh sign just to give herself a job. Oh, Giselle was PA that day? I think Giselle was PA that day. Well, what did we think of this season overall? Oh, I do have a gripe to... Oh, I do have one of my biggest pet peeves in reality TV shows is that we have to watch women try on wedding dresses and then they never pick the wedding dresses you see them try on. For their actual wedding, and that happened with Robin. So yet again, we had to go through a but whole we, scene of watching we, her. We did get dresses. We did get her wearing um, an approximation of a wedding dress at um, Candace's video premiere party. So we got as a different type of dress. True, that's and something Mia was we're also counting. wearing a wedding dress. That's true. <laughs> um, also, I want to point out that Robin's wedding she did end up having was very traditional. There just weren't people there. Yeah. Yeah, It was ultra traditional other than that. All right, we can do a little wrap-up. What would we give this season? We'll give it school grading, A through F. 
Ooh. I'm going to give it a B. It wasn't the best season of Potomac, but I think these women always deserve a better than passing grade. And Karen and Ashley, it's just Candace, all such amazing women. Giselle and Robin need to do something different. But Giselle also did, we met two men in Giselle's life. So I think we might have a better Giselle coming up. If we have a little Jason on the side. What do you think, Alex? Um, I give it a B plus. I think it's kind of an issue I have with, I guess, every housewife show is when they're not on a trip, things drag a lot for me. Um, but on the other hand, the few times they weren't on a trip, we got great things like the recurring drag of the woman that looks like a Sesame Street character, which is one of the greatest <laughs> season-long burns ever. Um, and we get rumors about um, Karen loving sex in bathrooms. So the show's great. I actually might give it an A-. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm buffing my score up. Elizabeth, what's your score? Man, I started out as a B-, and now I'm like, yeah, it was a good season. But overall, when I think of this season, if you said what were the storylines, made up stuff about husbands cheating. Oh, yeah. But the beauty of this show is that, like, that kind of got pushed to the background for me. Just because of how crazy other things were. But I guess how I'll remember this season, not great. Like, Beverly Hills, my famously least favorite franchise. If you said last season, it was Kathy versus Rinna. Absolutely hilarious. And I'm not going to remember the season of Potomac. Like, if somebody said, should I start with this one? I'd say no. Yeah. I would remember the fact, the lack of Michael Darby was jarring, considering that he is such a force in this cast, even when he doesn't show. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like Wendy really fought for her spot on the cast this season. That's how I'd remember it. All right. Speaking of jarring men, I think it's time to say goodbye to Potomac and hello to Joyzy. Sure. All right, Jersey. I'm going to say it, and I'm going to regret it instantly. Is Louie that bad? Yeah, I re- love that. You Louis. two take this back. You two take oh this my back. Gosh. He's making her a better person, is he? No, he's evil. Louis. He is pure evil. He studied last season. He's, doing, he's, he's tricking you both. Uh, he knows I what he's so. doing. He knows but Teresa's doing. crazy. Like he, she can't be with a regular person. Exactly. That's why, if he really was as great as he's presenting himself, he wouldn't be with Teresa. That's my oh, whole shit. thing. Okay, Alex. Well, I know right. that. I'm breaking on a curve. <laughs> um, did we notice that Jackie is friend of? Question yes. mark. Absolutely. Oh, she, definitely. I, the like one of the few things she says in the episode is she's like mad that someone's not like looking at her while talking to her. She's like, I feel so excluded. I kind of forgot that was her only scene. This whole skating party, well, fabulous and colorful and like the best executed theme of any Bravo party ever. Minus Louis. Oh, shit. Yeah, there you go. He's falling out of favor with Mm -hmm. me. Okay, is um, I felt like it was truly an audition. We had all of our newbies, including Jen, who I don't think really makes it into no, a full-time no, housewife. No, 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 no. Is that the short, like the shorter um, She's straight like hair? She's the older of the three. Yeah. New the one that was hyped up as being like the funniest person. Yeah. Um, rough, rough thing to be hyped for. Mm-hmm. So they basically, they were skating at their own risk and some of them made it and some of them didn't. I'm excited for this season. I've never been like a woo Jersey person, but this was my favorite episode of Jersey that I've ever seen. Julia wow. agreed with me. 
and yes. said the I same love thing Jersey, before we started recording. So it's tough for me to say anything of this. I, I love this cat. I love. I just realized I missed so many things about it. I miss like how. You know, I always bring it up, but the way they will just describe what they're doing in real time is so fun. Like, Joe, like, going outside is like, okay, I'm going outside. Or, like, <laughs> Marge, like, skating. I'm having an incredible time right now. I'm and then skating. She, and then she falls. <laughs> <laughs> I love this cast. I love this show. It was great seeing everyone again. Although I am, it's, it's, it saddens me greatly to see Joe Gorga in such a low place. <laughs> I've <laughs> never sa- seen him so zapped of emotion and energy it, it brings me down the saddest part of poor george Gor- joe gorga is when he had his calendar shoot of july and instead of holding the brat first that i thought that he should have been gifted as his prop he was holding the smallest little hot dogs mm-hmm. and he Skinny is not a dogs. man to say like I will not hold these like he's a prima donna he doesn't go with the flow so the fact that he didn't even realize that he should have been gifted bigger brats is just truly tragic I'm excited about the season of Jersey overall I think um our new cast members are getting right back in there so I think that, oh I think we got they're good stuff. fantastic I think we have oh good yeah stuff Danielle coming. was great Danielle with her Adonis husband who gave the worst photo shoot calendar shoot like his pictures were awful i will also say the the flashback photos of him when she met him and she was describing him as like an adonis also awful yeah (laughs) (laughs) poor guy truly amazing i love it can i just say a couple straight instant classic quotes that we've already gotten from the season of jersey one is Teresa's raw as a cucumber yes and two is dr bill trying to think of something sexy to say as a doctor in his photo shoot Something is wrong with you. <laughs> My favorite hot mic Marge was, I have oh, right. underwear older than 1991, when she found out that that is when our new cast member was born. My favorite Marge is, uh, hyping her husband up for his topless photo shoot, she fat shapes him for probably 20 minutes straight in private, <laughs> fat shapes him the entire photo shoot in front of others, and then tells us, don't worry, I like a little punch. I can't have someone skinnier than me in bed. Um, his <laughs> pictures, though, were the best. So whatever I was, was actually doing really was surprised. working. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Joe Bellingio or whatever. Are we ready for Vanderpump? Yeah. All right. I'm on the Vanderpump train. I understand now. This was crazy. Um, We started real hot with flashbacks of Tom and Katie's relationship. Wow. That was a bummer. Uh, Yeah. The one happy moment in it is like the time he like kind of just brought her tulips one day. Dude, did you notice that? Like the one happy thing in their whole entire flashback sequence was him being like, oh, Bubba, I found you some tulips. Well, you could have said that the wedding was also happy, but let us no, not let's they not forget that wedding. Get married mm-hmm. during that wedding because the only memories I have that turn. wedding are Sandoval wiping his face with the dog and um, <laughs> Schwartz's weird brothers showing up. Oh my as gosh, Jax's the twins. gift, the triplets. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I forgot there. Was- well, if you thought that was crazy, don't worry because it was immediately followed by James and Raquel talking in a corner of Sir. About James's sobriety while Raquel is slurring her words. While he calls her his new girlfriend's name, Allie. Oh my gosh. That was um, brutal. Raquel has never shown so bright. She was the star of the episode to me. 
it was amazing. Just her and between James, who they did dirty with all of his... When James was talking to Lisa, he was checking his chest out so much. It was truly hilarious. And then... Her trying to go out with what's his name, the manager, Peter. 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 The that hey. nobody, we, everybody's uh, grossed out by. We gotta <laughs> get you those nachos. We need to go on a nacho quest. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're just thinking about those nachos still. Though, oh yeah, I guess, I guess we talked about nachos. Um, sure. <laughs> the ponytail gets greasier and greasier every year. I didn't think she had star power in her, but I love Raquel this season, or this episode. Now, Lala has gone on podcasts saying, get ready for the downfall of Raquel, that she becomes Hell, the villain. yes. Hell yes. Oh, I, th- I love that it. for her. She's a star. But this is Lala. Can we trust her? I yep. don't know. Yes. I think the two most brutal <laughs> things in that James and Raquel conversation, besides him calling her his girlfriend's name, was him saying his new girlfriend is the love of his life. They've moved in together, and that's his best friend. <laughs> and she like gets upset because what he's saying is fucking crazy and he's like ugh he's back our James thing, is back the craziest thing is when James's new girlfriend says I have your life now to Raquel that was truly insane to look in someone in the eye and to say that to them and say so that casually I feel like we low-key switched lives I don't even know what she like fully means by that yeah I don't either it, Raquel probably felt weird in all those situations and was like, oh, I shouldn't feel weird. No, those are all crazy. And like, I've been in some weird back. situations. If I got to watch them back on film with my friends later on, I'd be like, see, that was nuts. Very <laughs> validating. <laughs> we get... Oh, sorry. When the new girlfriend is like, he goes 100 miles a minute. And then it cuts to James DJ going, go, 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 go. Amazing. We also get another great... And listen, I'm not one to laugh at these jokes. They're horrible. But every time James does like a fat shaming thing, it's out of such insecurity on his end that it's just so funny because he goes so out of his way for it. And his target this time is Peter. (laughs) It's like, well, I guess if she wants the fat man, the little tub, the tummy over there. (laughs) Peter, an objectively very thin person. Very fit person. Like, it doesn't matter, but like... That's not true, James. Um, out of all of that craziness, something stuck out to me. And that was Sandoval being mad at Lala because she should have known that Randall was me tooing people via casting couch. But at the same time saying, Schwartz is totally fine to play pickleball because he read the article after it came out. He absolutely did but not. But like he didn't know it he before. He did not read that article. Yeah. No also, the giveaway was when he was like, "Oh, the article, the LA Times article, the expose." Like he's trying to like figure out what they're talking about in real he's time. He's like googling it <laughs> under his dead table. But what killed me is that timeline is Lala should have known this was going on while Randall was at work, as it happened in real time. But Schwartz, the article comes out. Schwartz, in theory, reads it, goes plays pickleball after article comes out. That's fine because like. Schwartz didn't know all that stuff until the article came out. It's like, yeah, but you read it before you played Pickleball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. And he's still implying that he's you still friends the with him. Yeah, he's like, it's not like he's not going to hang out with him again post-article anyway. Because he sounds like he still wants to be like in the middle. It's, yeah, I don't know what, Schw- 
I really don't know what Schwartz has to gain from this, other than, like, he thinks that he's his own man now. Um, also, there are pickleball courts everywhere. I feel like maybe Randall's helped him out financially a little, is my true and he oh, likes yeah. sends them on private jets. I think he likes hanging out with Randall because of the lifestyle he gets. He's invited from. all those poker games that he wins a lot of money at. Remember last season? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think he's got a stake in his relationship with Randall. I fully support that theory. Um, no, who got friend of treatment this episode? Machina Shea. Yeah, but she gets the wedding of the century. Mm-hmm. So, the second yeah, wedding of the century. <laughs> Um, just a little factoid, you know, TikTok and Instagram reels are promoting Vanderpump rules. And one of them is Lisa Vanderpump doing an audio, what's your drink of choice? And all of the Bravo liberties from Vanderpump are answering. Everybody answers their, you know, like, oh, pina colada. Oh, just a tequila soda. Cosmopolitan. What does Brock answer? Any drinks that are free. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so anyway, a That's little good. off the Bravo moment, but I had to share with you guys. Um, are we ready for awards? Can I just say um, the the most one of the great Schwartz things ever? Um, at the beginning of this episode, we're hearing about the dissolution of the marriage and all that. And um, Schwartz is talking about like when she like sat down and talked to him about like why uh, she wanted to get a divorce. And he says... That he wasn't listening <laughs> to why she wanted to divorce him, but he didn't want to ask again what the reasons were because he knows one of the reasons was that he's not a good listener. <laughs> a divorce has never been so funny. He is the epitome of like the villain who's the quiet one is really like the biggest villain of them all. Like he is a terrifying person. Mm-hmm. But he's a fucking I... battered wife. <laughs> I'm happy that Katie is getting her hero arc because last year we, re- you know, when she came and like opened up about their pregnancy stuff and how she felt like she was being punished for the abortion that she had so early in their relationship, the internet really like opened arms and was like, "Oh my god, vulnerable Katie, we love her," and I think that this season was probably brutal to live through, but I think she's about to be doing just fine. Oh yeah. She's mm-hmm. she's never looked better. Divorce looks great on her. She's yes. stunning. All right, we ready for awards? Yes. All right, my award is the Saint Joseph Hospital Award, and I give this to Saint Joseph, the hospital in New Jersey, because it housed many of our Jersey housewives this week. Jen started the season how she starts every season in some sort of cast, and then. <laughs> At the 80s party, Marge fell, broke her wrist, and had to go to the hospital because she straight up broke her wrist. Like, I thought this was, like, a housewife getting hurt. No, she, like, it was in a full sleep. And then she she later says that she broke her arm. Oh, God. Oh, God. I do have to say that watching Jen limp around in her cast and one heel while saying people are jealous of me was one of the true gems of Jersey this week. Mm-hmm. Alex, your award. It's basically the same award, but I think the Heather Gay evil eye curse mm-hmm. has been transferred to Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, and they should have done that ceremony for Heather in Salt Lake, the one that didn't work and actually, I think, made the curse worse. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. All right, Julia, your award. 
My award is the Teresa Judice Appreciation Award, and this is an award that will never be given to Joe and Melissa Gorga because mm-hmm. they don't say, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of Teresa when they pray at their table. And that is truly what she wants from her relatives, and that is what she has now. So anyway, thank you, Louis family, for truly appreciating Teresa, and now her brother and Melissa can go F themselves. Now, Julia, mm-hmm. I got to tack on to that award because on Teresa's podcast, she said something, and I think it was very true, especially in this, you know, week of Robin coming out this last week. Inferring, referring to Melissa, but I think this goes with a lot of housewives, Teresa said, I gave birth on TV. I was arrested on TV. I mm-hmm. went to jail on TV. I got divorced on TV. I remarried on TV. How can you say I don't put my life out there? Your your season arc is I won't text you back. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of thought about that with, like, Robin. Like, holy shit. Like, Teresa's a ding-dong, but, like, she has showed us every inch of her life. She signed that contract and went with it. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, thank you, Teresa. Never thought I'd say that. Yes. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Teresa. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Elizabeth. Anytime. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at Like Uncool Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.